Happy 2022, everyone. My name is Wes Bryant, and you're listening to the Commission Leadership Podcast. And today's episode is going to be a little bit longer than normal because there is so much that I want to talk with you about today. The first thing I want to point out is that you probably noticed there's no opening intro to the Commission Leadership Podcast. Well, that's because over the last few months, I've been making several little tweaks to the messaging and marketing of Commission Leadership. And so what we're doing moving forward doesn't quite match that opening recording. And uh, for those of you who don't know, my beautiful bride is actually uh, the voice uh, of our introduction. And well, wouldn't you know that we went and had a baby to start off 2022. And so she's been a little uh, preoccupied lately, which you know is pretty understandable with a newborn. And uh, I got to say that uh, mommy and baby boy are both doing great. I don't like to talk about the names or really share details about my kids um, on the podcast or through social media because, well, you know, it's it's their lives to live. And as they get older, they'll share uh, what they want to share. But I will say that, again, mom is healthy, baby is doing great, and older brother is just soaking it all in. He has been such a trooper and he's been so good with his little brother. I've, I'm just, you, you can hear, I'm, I'm a proud dad. Um, life is really sweet right now. So that's the big news in the Bryant household to start off the new year. And I want to open today's episode by sharing just a little bit more of my story and really just like the birth and evolution of commission leadership over the last couple of years, because I don't know that I've really done that well. And to be honest, um, both building this business and starting this podcast has been what my friend calls uh, building the plane while it flies, which is completely against my personality and every fiber of how I like to do things. I've, I've talked before about how I'm a recovering perfectionist. I like to have things in order. I like to do things just right. And well, sometimes Jesus says, get on board, let's go. And to take that analogy further, you know, as, as I'm building this plane while it's flying, Jesus is the pilot. He knows where it's going. Uh, he knows the work that he's sending me to do. And the people that need to hear this message through the podcast and so it has been such a joy. I've grown so much in my walk with him, uh, mainly just knowing that I can truly trust him in all things. And I will tell you, I have failed more in these last two years than I did probably the, the entire decade before. And while it's been really hard, really upsetting at moments, it has been so good for my character and my development as a leader and just as in my development in my walk with Christ as well. And so I'm excited to share more of that with you today. In addition to talking about where we've been, I also want to talk about where we're going in 2022 and just the exciting things uh, that the Lord has in store for us. And in, in the midst of this conversation, I want to go back to the original question I asked two years ago when I started Commission Leadership which is very simply, what is the church? I, I believe I have a, just a deeper understanding in that. I have a, 
better idea of what my role is within the church and how I'm here to serve leaders, and I'm excited to share that with all of you today. So where have we been these last two years? Well, to be honest, I think commission leadership was something that the Lord was stirring within me about five years before I launched in 2019. But when I did finally, you know, step out in faith, walk away from what was comfortable and everything that I had known in sports ministry for over a decade, there were two great burdens the Lord had placed upon my heart. The first was for the overwhelming number of pastors that I knew personally who were burning out or who had burned out and walked away from ministry. And just to um, kind of to give you some numbers and put this in context, I was in a network uh, here in Indianapolis of, of local sports pastors, and it was not long before I became the old guy in the group. And, and literally, I would watch a new sports pastor come into the group and replace you know their predecessor every 18 months. Basically, every 18 months, one of these sports pastors in my community was moving on to something else. And there's lots of reasons for that. I'm not going to unpack that here. But as I did more research, I, I saw that, you know, the average tenure for a youth pastor with a church is about 2.7 years. So a little bit better, but not much, especially when you consider that, you know, people who go into ministry, this isn't something we do on a whim. This is something we feel called to. And most of these guys spend four to six years in seminary getting their education and getting trained to do ministry. And so, well, within the numbers I've shared, well, not everyone, you know, burns out and walks away from ministry. Some people go to other churches. Some people move up within their church into different roles, maybe like a lead pastor or something like that. There is a significant number who, who burn out and walk away. And for people who feel called by God to this, it, it just shouldn't be as high as it is. In fact, I think one of the statistics I read shows that 90% of people who enter into vocational ministry will not finish in vocational ministry. That, that number, my point being, is just way too high. So that was burden number one. Burden number two was this nagging feeling that something wasn't quite working in the American evangelical church. And I couldn't put my finger on it, but but it was this sense of frustration that, you know, when I read the New Testament and I experience church life today, some some things line up, but some things don't. And I just, again, I just couldn't put my finger on it. So I set out with this with this ministry, with this work, commission leadership, with a lot of uncertainty and unclarity, but but also, and I won't go into this whole story, like a very clear direction from God that he it was time to move, that he wanted me to step into coaching, that there was a problem for me to solve. So like I said, in 2019, I stepped out, started commission leadership. And I just started reaching out to pastors saying, hey, I, I feel like God has called me to coach leaders in the church. Can we work together in some capacity? 
And to my amazement, with no real business plan, God was providing a new church leader to work with about every month. You know, I had 13 leaders that I worked with in that first year, and it was all free range coaching, which if you don't know what that is, basically it's just, uh, it's a coaching session where a leader comes to a coach and says, here is a challenge I'm facing or a goal I want to work on. Can we talk about that today? And in that time, I worked with lead pastors, worship pastors, youth pastors, you know, people of all different, you know, roles within the church. And here's, here's the common feedback I received, even though I'd not yet figured out, like, what is the problem I'm helping them solve? Is it leadership development or is it more of like discipleship and, and how are we doing church together? The consistent feedback I got from them was, this work you're doing is so essential today because we don't have space to just sit back and process what's going on. And, and just your presence as a coach allows us to process and, and discern what God is doing and, and where we need to take action to accomplish his will in our lives. So that was great. And then right in the middle of that first year, the, the phrase we've all heard so often, COVID happened. And suddenly, finding new leaders to work with became much more difficult, especially since I had no business plan. I had no way of communicating, here is the problem I solve and how I solve it. And as I look back, even at the podcast episodes I've recorded so far, I'm very much going back and forth with this question. Does commission leadership exist to, to help leaders in organizational development, or does it exist to help answer some of those, those questions about what is the church and, and address the challenges we face when it comes to making disciples? And so now let me transition here and, and address that question that I've mentioned already. You know, what is the church? Because talking about that here is, is going to help navigate where this podcast is going in 2022 and beyond, and hopefully give you a better idea of, of how I hope to serve you through this podcast. The Bible describes the church in this way. Jesus is our ultimate authority. He is the head of the church, and we are his body. We see this in texts like Ephesians 1.22, Colossians 1.18, and 1 Corinthians 11.3, just to name a few. And as the body of Christ, we are commanded by Jesus to do three things. It's very simple. Love God, love our non-Christian neighbors, and love each other as Jesus has loved us. And you might be thinking, what about the Great Commission? You know, isn't that a command as well? Well, yes, but the command to love, like, that takes precedence because love is the motivation by which we make disciples. You've heard me say before, like, if, if we don't love God and we don't love each other, we will never make disciples like Jesus did. And what's more is that there's no one particular way to make a disciple. 
The Bible shows us that we have all been given spiritual gifts by which we build up the body of Christ. So what that looks like practically is, you know, there are some people within the church who have the gift of encouragement. You know, we had my friend Shelby Couch on the show not too long ago, and she talked about how God has used that gift within her to care for her brothers and sisters in Christ. We also see gifts like the gift of teaching, the gift of hospitality, the gift of service, evangelism, and on and on. And so to be the church is to love and care for one another as God has gifted us and to share that good news with those who don't yet know him. And what I've really learned these last few years is that this is what the church is at its core, and yet there are many different church models by which we can function that aren't necessarily taught in Scripture, but these are just models that have taken root in different cultures and allowed the gospel to really thrive and flourish. And so here in America, the primary church model that has done really well in terms of reaching people has been what I would call the church as an organization. Many churches today function as nonprofit organizations. And the four basic pillars that a church needs in order to, to function as a nonprofit organization are you need a building by which people can gather in worship and service, you also need a staff to lead people in their service and to lead the different programs within the community which leads to the third pillar, which is programming, right? This is the ministry that we do to advance the gospel and serve our neighbor. This is where people within the church participate uh, in service. And then lastly, you need a budget to make all of this happen. And what I've come to believe, just my opinion, is that this model of church, like all models, is pretty neutral, I don't think it's necessarily right or wrong to think of church in this way. So long as you are primarily functioning in the way that the Bible describes. Again, is is Jesus the head of your church? Is your motivation for what you're doing love? And is everyone participating with the gifts that God has given them in order to care for one another and advance the gospel? That to me, like that's the most important thing. And when it's done well, church as a nonprofit organization can really bring a lot of order and direction and, and help the church make a greater impact in their community. But here's what I've noticed when it comes to burnout. Oftentimes, being a leader in the church and doing the work of ministry can be incredibly stressful because you are caring for the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual needs of so many people. I found that the pastors that really do well have a strong personal relationship with Jesus and have clear boundaries that give them rest and refreshment so that their cup can be filled to care for their people. 
So that's hard enough in and of itself. But when the church also functions as a nonprofit organization, that adds many different elements and challenges to the work that we do. If you're a lead pastor, suddenly you have to care for a staff and you have to sit in elders meetings and talk about the budget and you have to discern you know what is what is the best programming that that we can use to reach the most people and everybody has a different opinion about all of that and so you hear it all the time and it can just make you feel like such a failure when all you want to do is love people some of the challenges that I hear most often when it comes to organizational leadership is just the lack of volunteers, the lack of leadership development. And I can tell you those are personal tensions that I have experienced. When I started in sports ministry all the way back in 2007, I did not know how to lead. And so I found myself you know, serving as a sports director of a large programming ministry, putting on youth leagues, adult leagues, fitness programs. And I was like the primary volunteer in all of it. I would coach teams. I would referee games. I would fill in at the concession stand if I needed to on a Saturday when in fact I was supposed to be the guy overseeing all of it. Like I said, I hadn't learned to lead. And this is the mistake a lot of young leaders make. We feel this pressure to be all things for all people and to meet every need that comes along our path. We develop this false sense of what it means to be a servant leader. We think because Christ came not to be served but to serve us, that that means that we must serve all people in all things. But while it's true that yes, I am called to serve people as a leader. I also have to remember what the Bible teaches in Ephesians 4 verses 11 and 12 about spiritual gifts and leadership in the church. It says, So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. Your primary role as a leader in your church, is to disciple and equip people to use their gifts and build up the body. I didn't know how to do that when I first started out. The other tension I dealt with as a young leader was it just felt like nobody wanted to volunteer. And there's a saying within pretty much every church that 20% of the people do 80% of the work. But I'll tell you, it doesn't have to be that way. In my second ministry opportunity that God gave me with a local church here in Indy, I spent nine years there. And it was there that I really learned how do you find the people who are going to thrive as volunteers in your ministry? And then how do you put them in positions where they're not just performing tasks, but You're actually giving them opportunities to lead and where you're building a pipeline of servant leaders within your church. Let me stop here and kind of pull this all together and talk about where we're going to be going as a podcast in 2022. 
I believe through both my, my own personal experience and my experience working as a coach in the church that if we can free up leaders of some of their organizational responsibility, you know, some of the nonprofit aspects of being the church, then as a result of that, they will be more effective in their leadership of the body. They will have more time and capacity to do their most important work and fulfill the calling that God has given them for their church. And so what this means practically and what I'm going to reiterate over and over on this podcast is is the mission of commission leadership. Commission leadership is advancing the work of Christ by helping pastors and church leaders inspire more volunteers, build a pipeline of leaders, and be more productive at work. As we move forward with this podcast, not only am I going to provide you with some of the solutions that I'm offering to those problems, but on a larger scale, my guests and I are going to talk about organizational leadership. We're going to talk about some of the factors that lead to burnout and ultimately why the heart of a leader matters if we want to make disciples. So with all that said, I just want to say that if you have been with this podcast from the very beginning, thank you so much. It's been such an encouragement uh, when I see the different numbers of those of you who are, are listening each and every week. Let me hear your voice. Let me know what resonates with you You know, as different podcast episodes come out. You can email me at wbryant at commissionleadership.com. And as, as you've listened to this episode, if any of this resonates with you and you think, wow, I know a young leader in my church who really needs help finding volunteers. They, they're, they're kind of doing things you know, all by themselves, trying to be all things for all people. And if they could just have a team of people leading with them, wow, what could God do? You know, if, if someone pops to mind, let them know about this work that we're doing, you know, share this podcast episode with them. And uh, if you're listening today and you think, wow, this, this would really be amazing to have this type of help. It's absolutely possible. And you're not alone. As always, thanks for listening, my friends. Here's to a great start in 2022. Thanks for listening to the Commission Leadership Podcast. If you like what you heard today, be sure to subscribe. And hey, while you're at it, share it with a leader that you know. It's my hope that this podcast will help leaders like you to lead long and well in ministry so your church can make more disciples. Commission Leadership provides coaching and resources for pastors in order to inspire more volunteers, build a pipeline of leaders, and be more productive at work. To learn more and discover how we can best serve you, visit www.commissionleadership.com or click the link in the description to schedule a free 15-minute discovery call.